Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. Our guest today is Lakita Chirac, the CEO of Chirac Media Group and founder of the 501c3 nonprofit organization, Beyond the Booth. She is a spiritual visionary who has dedicated her life to God and the servanthood of humanity. Chirac's career ventures include being a certified professional life, business, and Christian coach. The work in these areas are rooted in helping individuals maximize their full potential in all aspects of their personal and professional lives. She hosts a podcast titled Unstoppable with Lakita Chirac. This show features inspirational commentary highlighting individuals who've applied faith-based actions to achieve resilient results. The podcast led her to become a guest columnist for the Tallahassee Democrat. Lakita, you are an active woman. Any one of your activities could be a full-time job for someone else. (laughs) Today, we'll focus on your nonprofit organization, Beyond the Booth. What are the services provided by Beyond the Booth? Wow. Thank you so much for first having me here, having me back. It is, it feels good to be home, you know. It feels good to be home again, just in the seat. Enjoying the warmth of your presence. I thank you, thank you, thank you. Beyond the Booth provides so many valuable services to music creatives. We believe in giving back, in going beyond the booth with everything dealing with the heart, mind, body, and soul. And in doing that, we have programs, we have internships where, like, Currently, we are in partnership with Clayton County Schools and Raytown Schools, one in Georgia and one in Missouri. We have mentorships where we partner with recording studio owners and mentoring other youths in the communities. We are partnering with local recording studio owners in Georgia and Missouri on those parts. We have health and wellness programs, music therapy, so much that we have going on with Beyond the Booth. I'm just excited, as you can tell. I can tell you're so excited. Well, those are the services that you provide, internships and assistance through school programs. Yes, yes. Uh, What are the ages for your clients? Who are your clients, by the way? Our clients, those we serve, are music creators of all ages, from 18 to up. I feel like everyone has a creative 
process in them. So if you produce beats, we serve you. If you write lyrics, we serve you. If you engineer, we serve you. If you own a recording studio, we serve you. We serve them through just loving on them. And I, I truly feel in my heart, music creators give so much to us through music. They heal our heart. They heal our mind. They heal our soul. But who's loving on them? Like, who's loving on them, giving them a shoulder to lean on? And that's where Beyond the Booth comes in. We're like, come to us. Let us rub your shoulder. Let us wash your feet. Let us just take care of you on everything that goes beyond the book. So is it more cerebral in that you're dealing with the mind and helping yes. them to accept where they are, their yes. place in life? Okay, you don't provide any type of incubator or a place for them to go practice or do anything like oh that? Oh, my God. Yes. We, what we do in, like, with our health and wellness program, we partner up with other health and wellness providers, and we create a cohort of different services for the music creatives. So within my private practice, with Invincible IQ, I'm a life coach, Christian coach, business coach, and I like to build relationships with other life coaches and therapists since anyone who provides a social service to the heart, mind, body, and soul, we connect and create a atmosphere where the music creators could come in and, again, lay their hand, relax, get taken care of for a second. Okay. So let me ask you again something else. Mm -hmm. If I, for example, uh -huh. I do not, but let's say, for example, if I had a venue, a mm -hmm. small venue, mm -hmm. maybe it could has has a capacity of 50 people or so. Ooh, look at God. Let's say I wanted to have a showcase event. Uh -huh. I could call you up and say, Lakita, you have clients of Beyond the Booth from different genres. Bring uh -huh. them on over and let them showcase their wares. We could do that, right? No. What we are not is a... What I like to say to music creators, I'm not one to find you events to showcase your talent. I'm not one to connect you to a label or anyone who, who can highlight that particular platform. Again, we go beyond the booth. So what I do is I minister or listen to the cries of the heart, mind, body, and soul, and I only handle that. So with our clients, our clients are music creators in the community. And the reason we say music creators in the community, because music creatives live in these different communities, and they need services to be able to survive beyond the booth. So our clientele is really the music creators, producers, engineers, artists, and recording studio owners. But we also service the community by volunteering with the creatives in their own respective areas. All right, all right. I'm going to give it another try for me. I'm mm -hmm. a bit slow today, oh, okay? You got it. I, I'm just being a bit slow. Uh -huh. However, if someone 
one of your creatives. Uh-huh. Let's say this person was a young jazz musician. Yes. And had been struggling for months. Yes. Recorded a couple hits and just can't get it together, but is now in a funk. We it's, got it. Is going down to a little depression and may even consider giving up. We got them. You're their parachute. You're we there got to help them, them out. We what got What would them. you do for them? What we do is we have a, they will contact me or they will contact any of our, we have volunteers, um, or they'll contact any one of our volunteers or reach out to us by email or via our, our website or uh, by my phone number that's on the site. And what I do is wherever you are, like I have had music creatives reach out to me in Missouri or rip music creatives reach out to me from New Jersey. And wherever you are, I research and find a provider who can offer you services for your needs. But we take it a step further. Not only do I reach out and provide and look for a provider who can help you with your needs, but I build a relationship with that provider to create a special program or savings for the music creatives. Because like you say, we're all going through things. So we need a rest place, an outlet, a comfort. It's tough. It's yes. tough. Because music creatives, I'm going to continue with your phrase. Yes. Your term of it is that um, a lot of times we're really struggling and other people oh can't yes. understand that struggle. Right. You love what you do. Mm -hmm. You're passionate with what you do. Very passionate. But while that journey is happening, you still have to live. You have to maintain right. the mindset. Right. I, I get it. I get it. And you know what? One of the things that I love about our organization is we take to heart to be that nonprofit where music creatives can have a platform to share their voice on social issues, to share their voice on things that they feel are where justice needs to be done. And how we do that is we create panel discussions we have mental health panel discussions where we're, uh, we do Zoom virtual discussions where we broadcast it on different social media platforms. We had a mental health panel discussion um, last quarter on Clubhouse. We have uh, community discussions throughout on virtual Zoom where we broadcast it on different social media sites where we include different music creatives to be able to express themselves because that's what it is. You need to be able to express. And we go to them as well as providing, like I say, that safe space where they can feel able to let it out beyond the booth. Exactly. I'm loving it, loving it. Now, tell us something. Have you had many success stories? And would you mind sharing one without divulging names and identities? Yes. Just sharing one with us. Yes, one of the most recent, woo, holy spirit, success stories was with a engineer that we connected with a major TV network. And that particular individual put him on a project that um, he's working on. And I'm sure multiple other projects 
are going to be coming from that as well. Well, that's great. Yeah, God is good. Yes, yes. <laughs> when you believe, for sure. Amen. And even if you don't, but you're open. That's right. Got to be with Absolutely. Absolutely. What's your most rewarding aspect after founding Beyond the Booth? What have you gotten from it? The joy of being true to where God is leading me. Being a founder for an organization in an industry where you're wanting to serve and wanting to love on, it's a bit foreign to some. Most people aren't used to wanting someone to, oh, you you don't want anything? You just want to hug me, help me, assist me. But one of the joys that I've seen since this pandemic is the genuineness, how genuine everyone's heart is and how everyone is so now eager to open up their hearts for different projects. And that totally just took me out. It, 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 it changed my life. It made me realize that not only does music heal, but it brings together. Not only does music heal, but it closes gaps. It bridges gaps. It builds bridges. And to be able to connect with so many artists around the world who are now ready and willing to accept that love, that tightly woven cloth community, it just means the world to me. All right, all right. Uh, how would someone get involved with Beyond the Booth? If someone have services or just a little bit of time and want to step up and say, I'm available. Yes. Give me something to do. Come what on, somebody... Harvest Workers. Come on, come <laughs> on, Harvest Workers. How you become a volunteer or intern you go to volunteermatch.org. We are listed as one of the nonprofit organizations on volunteermatch.org. Or you can simply just go to our website, beyondthebooth.org, where we have a link that you could click on and sign up. And what it actually does is direct you to volunteermatch.org. And you will fill out all the information, and I will get an automatic notice that, hey, I'm ready to work. And by golly, when I say go, Holy Spirit, come on. Do you have any projects coming up within the next month or so? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Again, one of the exciting projects that we are in the works in that is coming up is the partnership with Clayton County Schools in Jonesboro, Georgia, and two local recording studios in Jonesboro, Georgia, and our partnership with uh, Raytown County Schools in Raytown, Missouri, and two local recording studios there. To me, those projects are at the forefront because they involve the children. And as it's, 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 it's Trick Daddy say, we love the kids. So Lakita love the kids. You see what I'm saying? I love the kids. 
So to be able to give back in that capacity and to connect the dots and to help out beyond the booth, beyond Florida lines, beyond Tallahassee, and to just continue to go forward with those projects is it's just heartwarming. And we have so many other amazing things coming up. Um, we're just, we're building relationships, growing, becoming, and open to just doing more for the producers, the engineers, the artists, and the recording studio owners. I, I, I just love them. I call them my three P's. I love my P's. I'm a vegetable girl. Okay. All right, vegetable girl. (laughs) Well, we're here in Tallahassee, Florida, and you've mentioned events in Raytown, Missouri, and Jonesboro, Georgia. Yes. Are these going to be virtual, face-to-face, or hybrid events? Well, these are not events. They're partnerships. We're partnering up with the county schools and creating long-term internships and mentorships programs. The events that are coming up, that all our events are virtual, so to speak. When it, We are a federal organization. And being a federal organization, I try my best to be open to the cries of the heart all around. So although we were founded in Tallahassee, we serve music creatives here as well but we're open to serving creatives everywhere. Okay. Can you share? We're going to switch a little bit away from Beyond the Booth specifically. Okay. And we'll talk about the organization of a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. How difficult was that to do? And did you enjoy that process? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um... As a nonprofit organization founder, I have heard some founder stories. Believe me, I have. Me too. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I have. Um, I praise God and I thank God. I'm blessed that in starting the nonprofit, I was blessed to connect with Chisholm Law Firm, which is amazing. Oh my God, she is so awesome. Aubrey Chisholm is a she. She wrote a book off of um, uh, starting a 501c3, starting a nonprofit. She is, it's a bestseller. So when I, I did my homework. So in, in when the Holy Spirit downloaded the Beyond the Booth to me, I prayed on it. I researched different avenues. I decided, ah, I can't do this one by myself. I truly believe sometimes the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding is know when to delegate. And when to leave it alone. I and with this one being beyond the booth being such a heart goal, I didn't want to take any chances with it. So I aligned with the nonprofit attorney for that one. But with the building of it, of course, like anything, you have your growing and becoming, growing pains and joint pains and movement pains. But above all, it's blessed. It's a blessing to wake up every day. And encourage, motivate, and inspire, and not worry about the background of it. And just know it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, it, 
You know I call women over uh-huh. age 50 milestone yes. divas yes. for each decade that they represent. Yes. 50, 60, 70, and so on. And we try to present different things or aspects of life for divas to consider when, if they actually retire. Mm. And some of them do want to start businesses for profit. Mm-hmm. Some want to start nonprofits. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for the milestone diva who may be having that quandary of which way to go and if they're leaning towards a nonprofit, what advice would you give them for doing it? Oh, wow. That is such a, a, a great question. And as a servant heart leader, I, I, I have to put it out there. I'm going, I always will lean towards the nonprofit. And the reason I, I share that with a lot of individuals is because when you think about it, a nonprofit really has both sides. It has the nonprofit side and the profit side of the business. You have, uh, we're blessed to have volunteers who work on the nonprofit side, but we're looking forward for in a vision where we're gonna be blessed to have employees who work for the nonprofit side in a semi-way on the profit side. So it's a blessing with nonprofits. You, depending upon which one you build, because you know you have so many, but with the 501c3, it's a blessing to be able to see it from both perspectives where I can move with it as a nonprofit, but also deal with it in some aspects as a profit organization. For sure, IRS is banging at the door no matter what. You have to submit (laughs) forms to somebody. Lakita, the last time you joined us, you shared a story about ducks that crashed your birthday celebration in the park. We're still providing opportunities for guests to share fun birthday stories. So please tell us another one. Wow. Oh, oh my Over goodness. Over 50. Let's go. Well, you're not 50 yet. Not yet. You're I got four a more baby, years. But I got a four babe. More years, four How more about years. we go with just whatever birthday you want to share? Well, thank you. I would love to share a funny birthday story. So one of the most funniest birthday stories that I have ever had actually was a childhood birthday. It was a childhood birthday. And, and the reason was that it it we went on a, of course, on a, my dad used to always take us to the lake. He used to always take us to the lake. And it was one of those things where I love nature. So for my birthday, when I was, this was my ninth birthday. Yeah, this was my ninth one. For my ninth birthday, we went to the Pine Bluff Arsenal Lake. And we were all getting ready to get on this paddle boat. And it was, you know, when, when my mom went to lean in on the paddle boat, she actually fell in the water. And when, but then when my dad went to go help her, he fell in the water. And me being the kid that I was, I laughed, of course, you know, and my parents got a little upset. And then my siblings tried to, you know, chastise me. But then my older sister went to go try to help my mom and dad. Guess what? She fell in the water. She fell in the water. She fell in the water. And they were all soaking wet. And I had to, like, suck it up a little bit because we had to 
delay my party because, of course, my mom and dad and sister had to go get some dry clothes. But it was still humorous. I still laughed, and I still think it's quite funny that they all fell in the water. It was a wet birthday. Very but wet. But a fun birthday. Wet and wild. Wet and wild. Look at <laughs> you. Wet and wild. But a babe having a wet and wild birthday. Oh, my God. I'm making myself up. (laughs) (laughs) My key word is happiness. Yes. And my ideal state of being is to be happy. Come on. Please share a few words of wisdom to help us live happy. Woo. Well, what I would like to say with that is we have 24 hours. 24 hours. To be peace, love, joy, happiness for not just ourselves, but for others. So I think it's ultra important to always keep a mindset of realizing you have 24 hours. So no matter what happens in the morning, shake it off, pivot, do it again. You still got 24 hours to be peace, love, joy, kindness, and show altruistic behavior to so many people. Because you could do it, no matter what. Go ahead. It could get done. That sounded like a hook from a song, Shake It Up. Ah, yeah, you got to shake it. I love (laughs) Actually, you know what? It came from Pieces Every Step by Tikna Han. And it's an amazing book. And in that book, when you're reading that book, let me tell you, here have you saying, huh, I mean, just love doing the dishes. I get joy out of doing the dishes. I never knew I loved cleaning the kitchen. But now, put on that book, I'm good. I don't know. You have 24 hours, 24 hours. To love doing the doing dishes. dishes. Lakita, I've enjoyed our time together today. I Thanks have so much it. for joining us. Thank you for having me back. It is so much fun yes, to be here with the Milestone Divas. Absolutely. Come on. That's right. And I know you're going to represent proudly. You see, I got on my heels. I'm already trying to practice. I said I got four years to get it right. Just four years. Because when I get that, then just, I, I'll be able to walk at least two steps in heels. And put back on my tennis shoes. Well, there's somebody else we know that wears pearls and chucks. Yeah. You can do that. <gasps> Come on now. You done level me up. Woo! Watch me <laughs> run through. All right. Thanks, Lakita. Thank really you. appreciate it. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.